Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to Ritual. I am here with Patrick Harvey. <laughs> and look, I feel so refreshed. I've had a week off. <laughs> <laughs> a lot's happened. A lot's happened. That's right. Um, actually, there is a lot that's happened. And maybe we should take this uh, opportunity while we're both here together mm. to say thank you. Thank you. To all the beautiful people <laughs> who sent messages in regards to us uh, sharing the news that we're having a baby. We're having a baby. Number three is on the way. It's cooking and the oven. It's baking as we speak. So um, thank you so much to everybody. We got so many nice messages, didn't we? There was a ton. There was a lot. And a they're lot. actually still coming through. So yeah. um, thank you so much. Thank you very much as well. It's very, very lovely to know that there's so many people that are happy for us. It's been a wild ride. It has. So it's, um, it's definitely nice. Nice to share it as well. Like I, we've done a few podcasts together now where we've had a little secret and I've been feeling pretty. Pretty average. Pretty average. Amy doesn't get the best no, uh, no. time with morning sickness. I get bad morning sickness. To the point where... We've had to hospitalize you a few times. Not this time. Not this time. We've been very Poppy was the worst, but now I know how to manage it in terms of morning sickness she was. But now I know how to manage it and I get onto it pretty quickly. So, yeah, but I still have been feeling pretty crappy, Mm. but I am actually feeling a lot better now. And I'm glad to hear that, Amy. It's lovely to meet you. So So what is going on? Oh, how are you? I'm well, how am I? I am, I am, well, we had, we had a weekend away. We did. And then we had a couple of nights without the kids, Mm -hmm. which is pretty nice. It was nice. Just a nice to talk and to finish sentences. Uh, We went and saw Jurassic Park and it's brilliant. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, And I'm feeling good. That's good. I'm feeling very good. Good. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking, I'm. Looking forward to all the things that are in the works at the minute. What about you, Amy? Are you well? Yeah, we just covered that. I'm good. Are you? What? <laughs> but apart from the, the baby sitch, Oh, yeah, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, Like I'm happy good. in your marriage and all that kind of stuff? This is going somewhere I didn't expect it to go. But yeah, sure. Tell me. I'm very happy, everyone. Um, See? So we are back mm-hmm. with a stories episode today. That is correct. Um, and we have decided to do 
magical places. Now, this one is a it's a hard one because there are so many. There are literally so many. So I think we'll have to do a couple of these because there's ones I I would like to learn more about. Mm -hmm. And also some I would just like to talk about because I love them. Mm but, and there's like so many angles that you can go mm-hmm. to as well, like spiritual or historical or spooky or whatever. Mythical. Or mythical. Yeah. yeah. The other one I was going to do is more mythical. Well, this, my, this one is as well. Mine's mythical. Mine's pretty mythical too. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I like these ones. I like story time. I like story time. And if you like story time, please let us know at PO Box 475. Melbourne. Um. Anyway, so who's going first? Mine isn't a long story. Okay. But I took a sneak peek and there's about three pages a year. Yeah, but my writing is big. Well. And I talk fast. Okay. So don't be okay. Well, good episodes of short episodes. I also episode. did the assignment correctly. So okay. I'm going to have a wee drink. So, you know. Okay. I was that person in school who wrote lots of notes, yes. What most people call a nerd. <laughs> um, so. Yes. So I will start then, Amy. Are yes, you ready? please go. Story Focus. time begins with Patty. In three, two, one. So today I am going to talk. Oh, actually, uh, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. We both had a similar, like, theme or vibe or something else oh, you yes. didn't even realize so we don't know i don't really know the story that amy's got but both of us both of ours have something in common that is so random that we both happen to pick it i know they both have giants 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 how giants. funny is that That's um, so weird. i thought that was so bizarre it is a bit bizarre i know we're in the same wavelength <laughs> oh once cheaper <laughs> Okay, sorry. We should talk <laughs> offline about all that stuff. Please go. That passive aggressiveness. Okay, so I am going to start um, in a place that I know quite familiarly is Northern Ireland. And that was Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. So there is, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it, there is a uh, an amazing place called the Giant's Causeway. We were going to go there when we went to Ireland. We were, we and it's we it's 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 the most popular tourist site in Ireland. Really? Yes. And in the eighties, it was listed as a heritage, a world heritage site. So you can't touch it, you can't damage it. Like, if anything, they're trying to preserve it, and you know, they put good. like special grass around it and everything to help it. That's good. But, um, it is an amazing thing. If you've never seen a photo of it, Google a photo of it. So essentially... Is this the one that's like on the coast and it's like yeah. all the stones in the water? Yes. So... Ooh, actually a very similar theme to mine. Just a is little it? sneak peek. Yes. Yours is on about getting stones There's as well. Stones in water, yes. Um, so Giant's Causeway, um, they say... If you if you don't if you subscribe to the myths, then don't listen to this bit. Mm-hmm. But they say that Giant's Causeway was formed about forty to sixty million years ago, right? Wow, which is pretty. You know, I try and fathom that, and I can't in my tiny wee brain. Um, Were the dinosaurs around at that point? Yeah, because there's, there's so many yes. years. 
Were they? Yes. 50 million years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dinosaurs were around up until about 10 million years ago, weren't they? I don't know. We should ask Andy. We'll do a dinosaur episode next time. We Nobody should. Who knows who <laughs> If you know it's a CBB show. If you know from, that reference, so we should ask Andy. Leave a comment. And his prehistoric. Yeah, you'll probably be a parent. <laughs> or awesome. Andy, we'll, we'll, we'll give him a call. Sorry, sorry, um, I keep interrupting. Okay. So uh, where it is off the coast of County Antrim, there was a lot of volcanic activity, and essentially molten basalt, uh, which is very very fluid. Um, pushed through the chalk beds and it created this giant sort of lava plateau and then the lava went down into the to the sea was there an, a, the volcano was in ireland there was either volcanic action around mm. andrum the coast of andrum and, and so what happened is as it hit the water pardon me okay. it cooled and like contracted and what it did was it formed these um horizontal pillars because they sort of it went up and then it kind of pulled itself down um and so i'm just trying to get the correct um it flowed obviously downwards right and it created these sort of hexagonal columns that fit together fairly perfectly yeah and then these cracks formed in it and then they also formed horizontally as well creating what they call biscuits uh, and not the delicious biscuits that you put in your tea more molten basalt biscuits Ah, and biscuits. um biscuits um it's a bluey reference for those of you <laughs> who want to like be on in the know with these episodes just watch uh <laughs> abc kids for a day and then you'll kind of get most of what we're talking yeah. about um so there are uh today obviously they still exist today 46 60 million years after they've been wow. formed and there's forty thousand of these columns and they all fit perfectly together wow but mm -hmm. Irish mythology is, is a beautiful thing. And so... And there's a lot of it. Mm, they love a good tale. Too. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, this Jan's Causeway is about five kilometres away from the Bushmills Distillery. So you never <laughs> know. A few lads went down. I didn't know what I saw there. Did the tasting flight went, do you know all them... The giants. <sighs> stones came from. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> um, but according to legend this is the best part about it mm -hmm. all the signs can go out the window so there was a great giant that lived in Ireland called Finn McCool and he was challenged by a Scottish giant called Ben and Donner and Ben and Donner wanted to claim Ireland for himself so the story goes is that, I don't know, there must have been a bit of heckling back and forth. I'm coming over. I'm coming over to take Ireland. And he's saying, you're, you're not. This is my island. And what happened was Finn McCool grabs a big chunk of the Antrim coastline and throws it out. So just to, just to be also um, uh, a bit more descriptive of this, if you stand where, where like Jan's Causeway, you can actually see Scotland on, on a clear day. Yeah, it's not, it's not, a, it's not. It's far, but like it's not far. Like you get on a clear day, you can actually see the land. That's cool. But um, so Finn McCool's grabbed the huge chunk of the coastline and thrown it at Ben and Donner. It's landed in the water, 
and what happened was he said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go over and get him and challenge him so um he started to create this causeway the causeway that would go between ireland and scotland and he went over to challenge went over to, to challenge him so he started constructing this causeway to get over to scotland and as he got over he actually stopped he stopped dead that was for dramatic effect he stopped dead because he saw the size of ben and donner and he was much bigger close up and he was much bigger than finn mccool so finn mccool ran back to ireland never mind and he got his wife get this he got his wife to wrap him up in like uh uh, uh like a muslin cloth like as a baby right what? so he wrapped himself up as a baby and ben and donner used the causeway and he uh, came over to, to Ireland and he saw Finn McCool's wife sitting there holding this giant baby. Is Finn McCool's wife also a giant? She is also a giant. Okay. Or else how would they have made a baby? Well, that was the next question. No, 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 no. Weird to watch. But um, he, Ben and Donner came over and saw uh, Finn McCool's wife holding this giant baby. Yeah. And he went to himself, if that's the size of the baby, how dad? big's Finn McCool? Mm. So that's clever. So he um he ran back to Scotland, and as he ran back, he started destroying the causeway. So he actually um, broke up the causeway yeah. so that so that the connection between Ireland and Scotland wasn't there anymore by stone. Weirdly enough, though, and here's a bit of fact for you: this could all possibly be true because Fingal's Cove is where um or. Kiev is where Ben and Donner lived. And this is in Scotland. In Scotland. Mm-hmm. And what do you think is at the um near the edge of Fingal's Cave in uh in Scotland? The same hexagonal basalt really? mountain lava rocks. So it kind of backs up the myth that there was a causeway between the two places. That's um, quite interesting. That he created that causeway all the way to Scotland and then retreated. But there are hexagonal rocks at Fingal's Cave over in Scotland. Um that look the same as the Jan's Causeway. That's pretty cool. Good I'm enough. Sneeze. Don't sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. Two things. First of all, is a fact. Mm-hmm. When I was a vet nurse, there was an Irish setter that came into the vet and his name was Captain Finn McCall. Brilliant. Yeah, he was awesome. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> he was really cool. Um, and he was captain as well. And he's, he was a captain. Secondly, do you believe in giants? I believe that at one stage, yes. Mm. Like, if you look at, I mean, and it's like saying, I've never seen a dinosaur. Would you believe there's giant lizards running around? Uh, you know, if you look at mm. like a, a crocodile, would you say, would you imagine there's something seven times the size of that that could swim around in the ocean? And you'd say, nah, there's no way. But you've seen the skeleton, so you know it's real. Yeah. But, you know, just like the great Tim Allen says in um, in, uh, in in Santa Claus, sometimes believing is seeing. And if you, like, you don't have great to movie. see something in order to, great movie. Great movie. you don't have to see it in order to believe it. I mean, it's what faith is, really, isn't it? It's yeah. just knowing um, or believing in something. But definitely, why mm. would there not be? And I think... Who's the, why, why are we why are we so arrogant to believe the? It's like the the, the aliens and remember we talked about this with mermaids like, uh, you know 
you there's so much of the world that's mm-hmm. unknown and unexplored that it's kind of very close-minded to think that we're the only ones who have occupied this place mm. um and i also think as we're about to hear as well from a completely different part of the world there are stories of the same thing you know from way back and you go well how did people who are situated all around the world who had no way of communicating who didn't even know the other person or the other kind of people (coughs) existed have these same stories about these same kinds of beings without already knowing the other people's stories you know yeah there's no like it's not like they all met up and went no you want to they make didn't up? like go on a Facebook group and go, yeah, let's make up giant stories. Yeah. Like they all have these different tales of these beings, whether they're aliens or giants or well, fairies at, or whatever. Look at pyramids and, and structures that align with stars and like my yeah. the Mayan pyramids versus so the I Egyptian think, ones. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Mm. But yes, I do. Do you? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I do. I definitely, I definitely do. I mean you know people that are you know seven eight foot tall or they exist they don't know maybe we just got smaller maybe we just exist maybe we just got smaller yeah because we didn't have to be so tall or maybe it's kind of like those um goldfish um you know the bigger the pond the bigger they get yeah you know we're, we're less and less people and whatever i don't know or more less and less space how come the dinosaurs people? were so big but now our lizards are so small mm. so maybe maybe yeah I, yeah, I do. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I do. All right. That's me. That was a good story. That was a very quick one. I would like to go there. We were going to go there. We're so close. Next time. Next time. We're so it looks close. beautiful. Mm. Anywhere along the coast part of Ireland looks amazing. That is. It's great. It's very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. And like the West Coast, we went there a lot when I was a kid and it never failed to impress me yeah with the atlantic just bashing against the the coastline it is truly a beautiful beautiful place um amy i would love to hear your story no don't read me so mine is also a coastal story Mm -hmm. um but mine is about a place called nan madal Mm -hmm. now uh, I heard a story about this place a little while ago and I was blown away because I had never heard of this place before. Um, but it's so weird. It's such a weird story and um, it's a, it's still a mystery, which I'll get into, but I had to share. That's the first one that came into my mind because it's not one that people would usually tell. And I don't know if many people will know. There may be some of you who do, but I didn't know anything about it. So, yes, Nan Madal is um, on Pompeii Island in the Federated States of Microasia, I think is how you would say it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an adjacent, it's adjacent to the eastern shore of it. So it's just off Pom- the main island of Pompeii. So Nan Madal is a archaeological district which covers more than 18 square kilometers. Mm-hmm. So it's not huge, but it's big enough to be strange when I tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Basically, 
it consists of these huge stone walls that mm. are like stacked stones. Um, if you haven't like seen it before, you should definitely Google the photo so you can get a better idea. But there's just like, it's all these stacked stone walls that are huge. And um, the stones, they're so big and they're incredibly heavy. And there's this real mystery about how these stones were even there in the first place, because it's literally in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing around it at all, but there's like thousands of these stone walls, like stacked all around each mm. other. Are they individual stones yeah. that are stacked? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so the way that Narmadal is situated, it's basically impossible for human life to exist there. There's no fresh drinking water. There's no source of food. There's no soil for agriculture. So you can't even like grow your own things. And the um, elements are so extreme and there's no protection from them. Because like I said, they're literally in the middle of the ocean. So you can imagine the storms would be crazy. The, Mm. The sun would be insane. The wind, like all of it. And there's no protection. Oh, sorry. This is an island. An island. Okay. But there was evidence that people lived there for at least five to 600 years. Like as in there's actual evidence that people have lived and existed on this island. Um, And they think that the first evidence of of people being there was around one to two BC. Mm -hmm. But they think that it started to, um, what's the word, like, um, you know, when you start to build a city, like, you know, you start to properly live there, there's a word, colonized, um, maybe around 400 AD. Oh, wow. So, but again, the thing about this place is there's not much information. Mm. The reason for that is um, that the people around that island, so Pompeii especially, they through time it's very much like how the vikings were where they didn't write down things oh yeah yeah. they only verbally told stories i know if only they did so there's no like written evidence or historical facts it's only hearsay but there is this i guess it's not a myth it's a belief with to this day that um people aren't allowed to know the entire history and like knowledge of Nan Madal because they believe that if you know everything, then you would have no reason to live anymore and you would die. Mm-hmm. So when people told stories, they would only tell parts of the story. So there's all these gaps because the belief was if you knew everything about it, you would have no reason to live anymore and you would die. Why? Because it's so awesome though. I have no idea. That was just what, that's just what their belief is. A bit arrogant. If you know everything about my island, you don't deserve to live. Well, they didn't even live on the island. Like this is in Pompeii. So there's just this belief that if you should, and I don't know if maybe. But you said it was inhabited for four to 600 years. It was, but then it wasn't which you'll hear soon so but from like then onwards 
people would only kind of half tell stories. Is there, sorry, can I just jump ahead? Is yeah. there a link between them, everyone in Pompeii found the note, and then the the lava? No. Oh. What lava? You know Pompeii. Whenever there was the volcano eruption, uh, and like, no, no, the the people that all got no, um, not um, in my story. You know the 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 Pompeii village was the volcano went out, and then it the lava like went over people. Remember they preserved all the bodies. No, you've seen that. They've got the bodies that are perfectly preserved in the position they were in when they um, when they died. Well, no, no, because this is a separate island. So this. No, but I thought, did they find out everything about? No, Ola, so no. Ola, I don't know. That that Nudal. will have to be part Nudal? two. Nan Madal. So is it Nudal? Um, so the natives are super secretive to this day about mm-hmm. it, and they really don't like tourists going there so you can actually visit Nan Madal no it's a it's a legit place um but they're really against people going for reasons you'll find out um so there are rumors that Nan Madal is actually ruins from the lost city of Lemuria Mm. um and there is a again this real confusion about how these stacked stones got there because they're literally in the middle of an ocean so if you don't know about Lemuria basically it's like it's one of the lost cities so think things like Avalon Atlantis Lemuria is one of them funnily enough the people of Lemuria were said to be these really big tall people um so maybe I don't know there's some Mm. connection energetically to that I don't know, but Lemuria is definitely an interesting thing to read about. Um, If you're interested, go for it. In Lemuria. So it is believed, and this is what the locals tell now, the ones that will speak up about it. Mm -hmm. It is believed that the beginning of the city began with the arrival of two brothers and they were twins. Mm. They were both sorcerers and supposedly they were giants and they were called Elsipa and Alosipa. That was their name, their two names. Mm-hmm. And apparently they arrived from a mythical land and wanted to build an altar on the island. So they actually went to the people of Pompeii mm. and said, we've come from this place. We want to build an altar. Um and the natives of Pompeii, they were so in awe of them because they were these like huge godlike mm. people. Um, and they, so they gave them permission. And so in the night, people would hear these huge noises like banging and screeching and um, just like all these crazy noises. And they said that the brothers were literally constructing the island like with the stones, they were stacking them on top of each other, but the stones were levitating. Mm. And um, they also said that the brothers had help from a dragon Mm. and he was aiding them in building this island. Um, So they made a hundred small islands that are connected by canals. So Mm. the island is made up of islands. Okay. I know it's, confusing to think about but if you see a photo of it it kind of makes more sense um and they were connected by these canals and these 
let's, let's say it was a village had a spiritual hub and apparently there were at least a thousand people who had come from Pompeii to live on this island and they had food they had food halls they had canoe construction sites they had spas spas they had baths they had tombs and um, these are places that we can explore now so they actually existed and you yeah, can right. see them. So Elsipa eventually died from old age and is said to be buried on the island. Mm-hmm. And Elosipa married a woman who had provided, um, who had 16 children with him. What? And so there's a conversation about a giant and a human that only they could answer. 16? 16 children. Can you imagine them coming out? My God, imagine the child benefits you'd be getting from the government for that. I know. So eventually, Nan Madal was conquered by this demigod called Isakelkel. I think his name is Isakelkel. But their people, so when the island was conquered and his people moved in, they only lasted a week because they had no food, they had no water, and the people literally started dying Mm -hmm. because they had no way of living. But how did the other ones? Well, that's the that's the thing. How did they survive? Okay. But these people didn't. So they all had to leave the island and move back to Pompeii. And they were, they were so confused because they were like, how have these people lived here for so long when that we literally can't find any food or water? Yeah. So it's said that these um, brothers were able to supply them with food and fresh water and everything that they needed, but they don't know how. But hmm. these people survived. For so long. So researchers and archaeologists have tried to explain this place. They have tried to carry a one-ton stone Mm -hmm. and it immediately sunk. Now, the average stone in Nan Madal is 50 tons. So if a one-ton stone can't do it, how are 50-ton stones stacked on top of each other able to get there so is it stacked stone all the way down to the ocean well so what it is it's made on the coral reef underneath yeah and they're all stacked on that it's very old is this place you said one bc one bc is when the first people were known to be there yeah right okay um so it's fairly old yeah but it goes back who knows how long um so there's also a theory that the land was still connected to the islands. So you know how like all countries were connected. So they thought that maybe the stones were carried, were like uh-huh. transported by land. So what they did is they, and they said it would obviously be like the method of how they would have logs and they would move things on and the logs. Them, yeah. So they tried to do that and all the logs were crushed immediately because they were so heavy that they couldn't even Mm. be carried by logs. So they're really to this day, just like, how did these things get here? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Well, it's like, it's like the pyramids. So they they have all these theories and they go, well, this is, we think how they constructed this, but how, how did they construct that? Stonehenge, like, isn't, didn't they say the stones were literally from, another country another part, or something? yeah another part of the country and and then they go oh well they probably just put them on logs like you said and rolled them down 
hard to get them on top of each other. Well, you know, I don't really know about that. I think but that maybe was it that show we watched where they said that the only or was it the podcast that we listened to? Um, of course, we don't listen to other podcasts, only Ritual with Amy Harvey. Um, but um, when they said that the only reason or the only way they could have created those is if they had have had an aerial yeah. view from the sky looking down on Earth. <clears throat> what was that? I can't remember. Uh, but it's the same as the pyramids. Like the, the pyramids are are in one they're all tenth perfectly of a degree. aligned. One tenth of a degree. And they're all on the same ley lines that connect yeah. to other points. I wonder yeah. if this place is connected mm. by a ley line to anywhere. Um, but anyway, the stones were tested and it was found that they came from a volcanic plug on the opposite side of Pompeii. So that's how far they would have had to have traveled, but they don't understand how How they they traveled because like that far back, like what's the technology like to be able to carry something. Ancient aliens. Exactly. Over the ocean. So it's very bizarre. Um, So apparently one of the reasons why the locals are so secretive about Nanmadal is because it is considered to be cursed. Um, The local king, and I'm going to, butcher his name i think it's nahinwaki nahinwaki made a proclamation saying to disrupt the holy ground that once belonged to past rulers with supernatural powers would be breaking the law so it is considered 100 against the law to touch anything there like Mm. you are not allowed by royalty you're not allowed to do that. By course, royal decree. Fast forward into the future stones. and people don't care about this. So in, ni- in 1874, a, a, the boat of a Polish anthropologist named Jan Kubani was carrying artifacts they had taken from Namadal. Ah. The boat was shipwrecked. And all the crates carrying the artifacts sunk to the bottom of the ocean. But then this one is a crazy one. So then go to early 20th century. And this is a fact. Mm. This is not, this is like stuff that's actually happened. Mm. Early 20th century, the island was then under German rule. So I'm assuming we're talking. No, that's mid no, just maybe anyway, early 20th century, under general early 1900s. Rule, the governor, Victor Berg, he disregarded the royal ban and he entered Nan Madal. Mm. First no-no. Then, and this goes for any anywhere you are in the world, you should never do this. He opened a sealed tomb mm. that is said to be that of Elsipa. Mm. And they found the skeletal remains that were said to be at least three meters tall. Oh, wow. Now, never open a sealed tomb. Never. Well, see, this is the Have thing. Not and, doing and also, like, if, if you were to turn around and go, we're going to go neck down to the cemetery. We're going to dig up um, some coffins. Um, we're going to see what's inside. <sighs> Especially you know, you'd probably in... be like, can we not do that? Uh, it's a bit disrespectful, but they do it to the Egyptians all the time. I know, and that's what I'm talking about. You just don't do it. Has no one seen the mummy? Exactly. Don't do it. Never, ever do it. Don't if do you it. get anything from this podcast, don't open a sealed tomb. Don't open sealed tombs. 
Don't anyway. open graves. In fact, don't go near graves and do anything with a shovel or even one of those tiny wee garden shovels. Exactly. Anyway, so he opens up the tomb. They find this huge skeleton. And then a huge storm hits. And they barely get it back, get back to Pompeii. Um, and as they're traveling, Victor becomes really sick and he gets this crazy fever and he can't walk. He can, he can't talk. He's like really, he's just completely flawed and they call the doctor in and he has absolutely no idea what's wrong with him. But he, um, Victor says that he can hear a, um, con- is it a con, con? Oh, a conch? Conch shell. Yeah, he he keeps hearing someone playing a conch shell and he keeps seeing like orbs of light around the room. And then he died. And the doctor literally could not find a reason for death. Like he he didn't have any diseases. There was no like organ failure. Mm. Like he literally just got sick and died just like that. Do you think they put it down as a COVID death? probably um so then there there have been more i think there was one also with the japanese they had gone in and they had taken something and again their boat was shipwrecked and they lost everything like literally it's like nothing is able to leave like it's wow. prevented from leaving and there's like one story after another that's all documented like that was a real person who died <clears throat> so People can go to Nan Madal, like tourists go. And I've actually I think I've seen someone on TikTok go, but I think they're just really kind of like, if you go, we're not helping you. Mm. You have to get there on your own and good luck. And like if you don't me. make it back, then could you imagine there was somebody just going, I'm gonna see if this is real. You know, just like Max in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Where he goes, you know, I'm just going to see if this works. And then he lights the black candle and the three sons and sisters return from the dead. Well, I think that's what's happened. Yeah, it appears, certainly appears that way. So, yeah. Um, and through your extensive research, yes. Amy, which I'm very impressed with. Thank you. Um, you really killed my four and a half minute story. Um, uh, what of the stuff that's sunk to the bottom of the sea? I don't think they've ever found it. Interesting. Mm. So there you go. That's Nan Madal. Please feel free to go and look it up and do your own research because there's so much about it. Mm. Um, but it's just a weird place. Like I had just never heard of it. I'm and intrigued. Then, there must be docos on it, surely. I don't know. Do you want to watch one? Yeah. Yes. But apparently the tomb as well is said to be this like crazy place like it's basically they said the tomb is the size of a football field no way and it's inside is like it's made up of almost like a maze so you have to like go through this maze to even find where the body is wow so yeah how amazing would it be to go to somewhere like that i know you'd have to be so careful considering um don't touch anything and dust your feet off on the way out because if you're bringing soil with you or dust or dirt you're going down buddy yeah there you go apparently there you go um that was really good i mean now i want to watch a doco yeah let's try and find one if we find one we'll post it 
you can watch it too. Called Namadal Felice Navidad. The Doco. <laughs> but there we go. Namadal, the documentary. The doco. Um, that was um, really good. It was, I like that. Yeah. Oh, hold on. There we go. So we'll have to come back and do another one. There's so yes. many places I want to do. I don't even know. I think I know. I think I know my second one. I um, would like to do an Australian one next. Okay. Maybe. Mine's Possibly. not Australian. I, I won't do that. But if you have ones that you want us to do, like let us know as well. And and I promise I'll do more research next yeah, time. Yeah, that would be nice. It's just it's just been it's just been one of those weeks and a mm-hmm. half and two weeks. We've heard of the other episodes. What? <laughs> <laughs> it has been. It has I'm been. I'm pretty sure the spooky stories one side with you going, I don't have any long ones. They're just lots of short ones. It's been a journey, this whole experience. Mm. Anyway. Life. Um, thank you for being here once again, Patty. And thank you so much for having wisdom. me, Amy. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you. And <laughs> as always, um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Um, what have you got on for the rest of the uh, the afternoon, evening? Uh, basically, I'm going to go to sleep. Right. It's actually relatively early, which is exciting for me. That's not early <laughs> for you. It's only 9.30. It's not bad. That's late That's my you. That's my bedtime. Yeah. Um, but if you are wanting to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram as always. And that is at Wiccan Sage. Wiccan Sage. Um, Facebook is at Wiccan Sage. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to watch us, it's on YouTube and that's under our name called Rose Thorn Cottage mm-hmm. with an E at the end of Thorn. Yes. Rose Thorn Cottage. And where else? Oh, oh, and just as a reminder as well, sorry to interrupt there no, anyway, right. but I'm really glad that you let me. Um, <laughs> throughout this year, and I don't know if you've heard, and I'm just going to give you a little bit of thing just in case, is that um, uh, all of Wiccan Sage will be migrating over to Rosethorn Cottage at some point. Mm. So just be aware that that will happen at some point. This is the first seed that's planted, Patty. We haven't talked about this before. Do you want to cut this bit out? No, it's fine. It's fine. It has to be done. It gives me more of a boot up the bum to, to do it. Well, okay. Yeah, well, I'm, so I'm sorry. A... I just dropped a... I just dropped a bomb. Well, there's shell. a reason why Rose Song Cottage is called that on YouTube why YouTube is called Rose Song Cottage. Mm. And it will all come out with more information. Sorry, I didn't mean that I did I reveal a secret. No. Well, you did, but that's fine. Did you want to reveal a secret? Yourself? I'm not fussed. This okay. is why, yeah, this is why I love this woman. Look at her. Beautiful. Because I put up with you. You're just so like, whatever. Uh, about I'm this thing in particular. Everything else, antenna. very, very intense. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything will be moving over to Rosetown mm. Cottage, which is very, very exciting. It is So exciting. for those of you who have listened this far into the podcast, made it to the end, listen, the Ritual loved will still be called Ritual. Oh, yes. So oh, podcast yes. people, nothing will change for you. No. Um, but anyway, and also you can find me on Patreon, which is also called Rose Song Cottage. Oh my God. See, um, and that's fun. We have a really cool group and we're actually meeting again soon for in bulk. And Patty was in the last, um, meetup. We had a Yule party. We did. It was really fun. And it was a nice group of people and there was people. Lots of funny people. Yes. There was lots of chats. There was people having uh there was people having a drink there was people <laughs> having some tea there was people just there to have a watch it was good um and it was really good 
we all learned a lot about each other. We did. Um, yeah, it was really fun. So if you're if you're keen to like be part of a little witchy community, that's definitely one option for you. Because yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm yes, and there's also going to be opportunities in the future for or just open discussions and questions, and um, you know, for those who sort of practice um, more solitary, um, that is obviously completely fine. Um, but you know, sometimes it can be feel very solid solitary as well. Sometimes it's nice just to chat with someone and yeah. then go and do your own thing. And like also to ask questions if someone sort of has been practicing a bit longer. The, you know then then they can sort of help and give advice or answer questions or um or whatever especially if someone's been doing it for 20 years but someone's been doing it for 10 someone's been doing it for eight the eight and the 10 are going to be a bit closer because you know the 10 the person who's been practicing for 10 was only at eight two years ago you know what i mean <laughs> what did you just say? so as in like <laughs> i wouldn't be very qualified to talk to somebody about what it was like in primary school or maths <laughs> <laughs> because i was a primary school a long time ago but if somebody was in high school they could comment more on primary school right but if i uh what? you know as, if i was in uni i could comment on i'm on sorry that high school. <laughs> you know this I mean? is happening you know i'm mean? just as confused what i'm trying to say everyone. is all in all ipso facto really awesome patty won't be Love. in the future meetups, <laughs> just so you're aware i don't want to scare anyone um <laughs> the world is confusing enough stay in school kids <laughs> <laughs> but i have actually noticed as well since we all like got to know each other because there's a facebook group that everyone's like what i said made sense no it actually made no sense i closer- <laughs> i literally you my, are my brain and experience the, the closer you didn't want to listen anymore. the closer you are in experience to someone the better um prepared you can be to answer questions but if you pass that stage you 20 years again? ago you might forget some stuff the thing about patty is he doesn't stop so i'm sure we have at least four more analogies to go after this <laughs> you and i are gonna have a, a big chat <laughs> Uh, no tell me about tell me about the facebook group yeah everyone's like you know that now that the ice has been broken more i've seen that (laughs) it's a lot more chatty and people are asking some really cool questions and everybody's getting involved and everyone's so encouraging and nice Mm. which is like it's what it should be yes and they'll be getting in it should be because i have been a part of some like witchy groups on Facebook and oh my God, it is so judgy and just mm. negative. And you and want to create a safe space. not what I wanted. It's that's a safe right. space. So, Where yes. anyone, even if you have even if difficulty you say weird trying analogies. to explain yourself, people accept you and don't judge you. You you're out of the group. Um, <laughs> judgy. You're very judgy. Uh, yeah. So what I was saying was. No, we're done with that now. You, you understand? We're done. Um, thank you for joining. I'm sorry about the last six minutes. It makes perfect sense. To um, me. it's been just as painful for me as it has leave been a comment. For you. Um, if you, <laughs> if but, you know um, what I'm saying. we'll be back soon with an in bulk episode. Oh, yeah, because that is literally in three, three weeks. weeks. Where is time? It's gone, it's gone, dude. It's our birthday soon. I know it's birthday month, in two weeks. It's the no. fifth. Yeah, two weeks. Today. It's my birthday. And then it's Amy's birthday mm-hmm. three days later. It's very exciting. You'll be hearing about this more. Yeah. So 
you'll be hearing all about the wish lists and the presents. Not from Patty. Every year I ask him what he wants and every <laughs> single year he goes, I don't know. I don't even care. I've I don't got everything want anything. I could ever want ever or want. dream of. I have the most beautiful oh, wife in the world. so annoying. <laughs> My best friend. I have no. two gorgeous children. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine if I didn't get him a birthday present? It would literally be. I would be completely fine. You actually wouldn't be. Give me half an hour alone and I will be over the moon. This is all lies. Anyway, now we're just going on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You can stay if you want. I'm gonna hang out a wee bit longer because I really (laughs) want to get to the bottom of this um experience and if you're in like kindergarten oh my god anyway thank you so much for joining us and uh we'll we'll see you next time say bye patty bye patty (laughs) 